not very fine sausage like wieners are. My bum hole is so sore from being from sitting in the closet. It's amazing. Bridging the Barrier, a culture and society podcast. The podcast that bridges culture and language barriers in an attempt to make the world a smaller place. I'm Ben, and I'm the American on the podcast, and joining me today is Tim from Germany. Moin. Porik from Ireland. Diagwis. And Tu from Israel. Shalom. Hey, guys, I want to just say congratulations to Pork for this episode um, for not messing up his intro. Congratulations, Pork. Yay! <laughs> I got really worried there that I was going to be first, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> For a sec. Did you just, did you just, for, did you just almost forget your, what you're supposed to say? You're like, oh my god, I no, remember like, what it was going through my head, is. like, do you wish, do you wish, do you wish, do you wish? You know what's funny, Ben? For a, second, is- for a second, I thought you'd make the joke you made last, uh, last episode about Park. What was the, what the was joke? The joke that that's it. Oh no, 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 no! I wouldn't do that more. I wouldn't do that two okay. weeks in a row. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait a week. What do you yeah. say for? You're gonna wait a week before you do it again. Yeah, we'll do it next week, and next week it'll be uh, Tim or Tooth. Uh, okay. <laughs> or maybe um, I just will forget myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I like someone. <laughs> and I uh, making the world a smaller place. Um, today on the podcast we've got these three people, and that's it. No American. No American. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, guys. So we're gonna start off this week like we start off every week with some fun facts. Um, and this week, bringing the fun fact is none other than the American on the podcast. Me, Ben. It's me. Um, hi. Yeah. Hey. Hey. How are you doing? Tim? Pretty good. Hi. Good. Hi. Hi. How are How are you? Pretty good. Hi. 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 Hey. How are you doing, Tim? Pretty good. Hi. Good. Hi. Hi. One eternity later. All right, guys. So, um. The fun fact that I brought today from America is, um, so I think it's kind of pretty universally known if you've been on the internet for a while that America has some weird laws, really just very odd laws. And it's because with our system, we were able to make some just really weird and specific laws. Like actually in the hometown I grew up in, it's still posted in the city hall, uh, the, the town hall. That you're not allowed to tie up your horse on any post outside of the town hall. Um, like, that's still a law that's, you know, still in effect, and there hasn't been a post there for years and years. But I pulled some ones that I thought were really interesting. We're planning on doing a full episode on this later. Um, but I f- pulled some ones that I thought were interesting. In Washington, a motorist with criminal intentions must stop at the city limits and telephone the chief of police as he is entering the town. So a motorist that has criminal intentions has to stop at the edge of town and call the chief of police... Um, to let him know that he's coming in. Can I have a question? Uh, Does he have... What if your criminal yeah, intention ahead. is to not ring him? Oh, oh man. That well, is technically... You still, a... hmm. like, in order to follow the law, you still have to let him know. But don't you <laughs> don't want to not <laughs> Maybe follow his... the law anyways because you have criminal intentions? Also, sorry, Tim. Uh, probably, but let's say you only have criminal intentions of breaking one law and uh, not any other. What if that one law is that you have to call if you have criminal intention? Would that create a paradox and he would just get sucked into a void? Probably. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that would just break the, ta- the time-space continuum and he would, would cease to exist as a criminal. Continuum. Yes, it would. It would create, <laughs> it would um, um, launch him into the Steinsgate territory of looping paradoxes and bullshit. Right. The thing is, um, is, it stated, is it stated what the... Um, what he has to call about? Or can he be like, hey, how are you? Are you having a nice day? Oh, that's good. Or do you have yeah, to say, just, I am having criminal intentions, the, and I'm entering the town, I didn't, and I'm I didn't also a motorist. The, I didn't find the actual <laughs> law, um, so I don't I don't know what it is. I just know that this is still a law that's in effect. So like, if you are if you have criminal intentions and you're headed into town, you've got to let the chief of police yeah, know. I think you, what if you don't have his number? Like, I think is that need, just public information? Probably is. Yeah. I think you need to, like... Well, what you would do is you would call the you would call the police station and just be like, "Hey, is there any way I could speak to the chief I of think- police?" Or you could you leave him could you leave him a note and let him know I'm coming in and I have criminal intentions. I, I think you at least need to tell him you're coming into town. That would, that would make sense. Although I'm not absolutely sure about that. You don't have to tell him your name. No, you don't. You probably don't. Yeah, they would just have your telephone number on record and they could link that back. Use a uh, burner could- phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Actually, okay, and so the uh, the next fun fact I brought is um, in Wyoming. So Wyoming is <clears throat> a very open. Uh, it's a pretty open space. Um, it's home to I think two different national parks: uh, Yellowstone and Glacier, I believe. If if I'm taking off the top of my head. Um, but one of the rules in Wyoming is that you may not take a picture of a rabbit between January to April without an official permit. <laughs> that is weird. Do you have any closure on why that is? Um, I, I, I would assume that it had something to do with the national parks. That's why I mentioned it. But I have no idea why yeah, they would have put this no law in effect. The under the underground market for rabbit pictures <laughs> um, with snow on oh the ground God. is just uh, you know it's a flat yeah, market. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that, you could probably make some, but hmm, since it's only there, um, I, I assume there's a higher price on snowy rabbit pictures from Wyoming as opposed to um, uh, from anywhere else. Maybe if you're right, really right. good at faking being in Wyoming, you can make a ton of money by <laughs> selling illegal. Uh, rabbit or, pictures, actually, not illegal, illegal, bunny photos, but <laughs> rabbit photos in winter funny. that act uh, that look like they're from Wyoming. Thank God. What was that's their, that? Thank what, God. Like, the, go ahead. <laughs> sorry. Thank God those laws aren't in like Washington too, because then you'd have to ring about it first. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, hey, Chief of Police, I'm coming in to take photos of oh, your bunnies in the very... snow. <laughs> <laughs> Since I can't right, do it guys. in Wyoming, <laughs> and, um... <laughs> just uh, so I've got I've got one more crazy law. So this is in the town of Waynesboro, Virginia, which isn't actually too far from me. Um, there's no way that they still enforce this law, but it's against the law for a woman to drive a car down Main Street unless her husband is walking in front of the car waving a red flag. I think flag. the most hilarious part of this law. It's it's amazing. I think the most hilarious part that is, act, is waving that the is red flag. That is actually awesome. I think that's the best part. Like, best part of that law. Careful, I, I think that careful. It's, I think it's gotta, be, it's gotta be just a signal like, hey, woman driver, just warning. Everybody be careful. <laughs> that would be pretty terrible. And Bad driver the coming. Thing I love, the thing I like is that the woman then has to drive in uh, on the main street he, she has to drive really slowly because someone has to walk in front of her somehow i feel that that might be an inconvenience if enforced but yeah might just be me no I've... i think it's interesting that they uh it's only on main street um which is you know the the single like biggest street going through town um whereas you know if she just takes back roads she uh she doesn't have to have her husband in front of the and car do, um, does that city have a higher amount of single women who don't need no man um, <laughs> because of that law? I was going to say, I was actually going to ask if uh, that town has a higher amount of feminist than uh, per, like per capita. <laughs> that would be pretty funny, actually. Um, I agree. So anyway, those are the those are the fun crazy laws um we're going to be doing a game format kind of like what we did with the idioms last week we'll be doing that in the future uh in a future episode so just be looking out for that yeah um, but this this time you'll even be able to track score better than whoever gets closest gets a point because that's totally easy to give yourself a point mm -hmm. yeah the, next yeah, no time kidding. we'll oh. actually have an a uh, more thought of point system that we don't decide on in the episode. <laughs> yeah, in the episode. Uh, speaking of which, one of my older sisters texted me. Um, she texted me all of her answers, all of her guesses for every every single uh, idiom from last week, and I think she said she ended up with a score of five. Um, which I didn't. I don't remember what the uh, final score was for each of us, but I think that means that she did better than she did better than me, but didn't. I, I win. think if I'm correctly, yeah. it means she did better than you and Park, but did worse than me and Tom. Yeah. I think gotcha. that was it. But then again, if she got the points, some of us wouldn't have gotten the points, and it's really weird, yeah. so who yeah. knows? We made a format oh, that was terrible for playing along when you told everybody play along. We are terrible people. Guys, we are terrible Hey, people. they they play, They got to play along in terms of guessing, but they may yeah. not have been able to score correctly. Like, I, I definitely uh, enjoyed just guessing, and I'm sure they did okay. as well. Yeah. Um, but anyway, moving on from that, be looking out for that episode in the future. Um, we are going to move on to Ireland's most important holiday. Uh, so, Pork, why don't you tell us about that? This is the other fun fact of the beginning of the episode. And it pork. seems that we lost Pork. Yeah, yeah we, we, we lost, lost Pork. pork. And All right, what so you forgot to say 
is it's Ireland's most important holiday apart from St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, right, right. It's the most important holiday that's not St. Patrick's Day. Well, Pork, um, just kind of, we, we just lost him. Maybe it was his internet, maybe it was something else. Um, but we're just gonna keep trucking through right here. Uh, let's, we, we, whenever he comes back, we'll just have him jump into that. But let's actually jump into our main topic today, and that's gonna be, uh, cuisine. Yeah. So we're gonna be talking about, um, what is typically, like, originated, what is cuisine that originated in, uh, each of our countries. And then we're also going to talk about, um, what other food is served in your country. So like in America, we've got things like Chinese food and um, Mediterranean and Indian food. That's the thing here. is, uh, pork, are you back? Pork is yeah, back. I, I think I never so. Left. So... I swear. Okay. All right. Well, let's just jump right back in where we got cut off. Um, with your fun fact, I accidentally already introduced the main topic, but tell us about your most important holiday that is not St. Patrick's Day. Okay. The most important holiday in Ireland and the Commonwealth, sadly, um, is Pancake Tuesday. So, this is like the only day that people actually eat pancake Tuesday, uh, pancakes. And uh, it happens like during Easter, if you know what that is. So, or it's like the day before Lent. So, Lent is like where you like, you stop eating bad food, bad food. Oops. And. No, you're good, man. And, uh, so they call it, some, some people call it Shrove Tuesday. Some people call it Fat Tuesday. But it's mainly you just eat a lot of pancakes for one day. So, like, uh, personally, like, I'd have pancakes in the morning. Then we come home from, like, they'd be in school. And then they'd be at home when you get back. And then they'd be at, like, nighttime. Because, like, they'd be just everywhere. Dang. Okay, so is this is this in preparation for Lent? Is this in preparation for giving up stuff? Yeah, it's like a reward that you would be, like, f- f- uh, like not be doing like not eating uh... okay so so is it it's after lint is over no no it's just before lint day before okay gotcha so and so um what it, it, so every person who it does every person who celebrates what is it did you say pancake day pancake tuesday pancake tuesday cuz on a tuesday pancake tuesday gotcha D- does everyone who celebra- who celebrates pancake tuesday do they all take part in lint or is it just kind of a national holiday that like lint happened so we're just going to you know take it's just more of a tradition. Like, people don't actually give up things really anymore. But okay. people still, like, eat the pancakes because you're not going to say no to pancakes. And pancakes aren't of just course. not eaten here like other countries. They're de- it's generally just that day. Which, really, you don't, like, you don't have pancakes on, like, a regular basis of any kind? No. That's, uh, that... oh, that's so... That is both I really sad and so weird. <laughs> yeah, that is and so fascinating. But the thing it's, is, it's that just makes Pancake Tuesday a lot more special. Guys, guys, it's the yeah, opposite no of brilliant. It's unbrilliant. Disbrilliant. It's unintelligent. That is also true. <laughs> I don't know. I need to find some way of uh, saying brilliant with a prefix. The opposite. Th- th- it's yeah. the con. Con, con brilliant. Unreward. <laughs> oh, I thought it would be chenilerb. Which is brilliant backwards, I think. I probably messed that up, but yeah. Yeah. Um. So, Pork, I wanted to ask you, so uh, pancakes, do you guys eat those with, like, syrup? Oh, yeah, everything. So, like, you, we kind of, like, there's two types of pancakes that people make. They'll make the crepes, or they'll make the, like, American ones, and then you... But you mainly have lemon and sugar, and then, like, whatever else you want on it. Crepes are actually not uh, Sorry, pancakes, hold up. Uh, so. Well, they're, they're similar types of food, but what were you saying, Pork? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so there, we have two types of pancakes, the crepes and the American ones, and then most people have sugar and lemon, and then like whatever topping, like maybe banana or I don't know, ice cream or something. <laughs> okay, fun. And so you, you put all the, do you do like chocolate chip pancakes and blueberry pancakes and like banana pancakes and stuff like that? Like the stuff is just put on top. It's not like made into them. Oh, really? Okay, so that's. So as a child growing up, we actually uh, had every Friday morning was pancakes at our house and we would do um, like chocolate chip pancakes where you like cook them inside. You would put blueberries in the pancakes. You'd sometimes put bananas inside the pancakes. Um, But you're talking about like more like fancy. You put it on top with like, do you ever do like whipped cream? Yeah. I don't like cream. but Yeah. Uh, Oh, okay. The thing is like we we fry them. Like, do you did you fry them? Like, how do you make pancakes? Uh, Like we put like a tiny bit of oil like you you don't want them to taste like funnel cakes and so you generally just kind of you put them on a frying pan but you don't actually necessarily cook it with like a ton of oil is that what you're meaning See, like you cook it on top but like and you like flip it and all that kind of stuff yeah you don't put it in the oven right? yeah of course okay 
How do yeah, you cook it then not, inside? How do you put frying. the banana inside it? You mix it into the yeah. batter. Oh. What we do, um, because <clears throat> we also have pancakes here, but they're also, um, they're between, uh, the crepes, which are like really, really thin. It's like between that and American pancakes, which are like quite they're, thick. Uh, you mean so puffages, we have. Right? You mean the puffages? No, I don't. Okay. No, no, no I don't. No, you don't. Because okay. those are smaller things, yep. uh, which are native to du- uh, to the Netherlands, yes. in case you're interested. And um, uh, the pancakes that we have are like a medium thickness. And um, we also eat them often with banana or apple inside of them. Um, that is m- closer. Uh, that's more what we do. It's less common, but uh, I know of other people that do it too. And we don't put it directly in the batter, I guess. So um, when my mom makes them, she um, makes like a normal pancake, then puts bananas on it in the pan, and then pours another uh, layer of batter on top of it. That's how we get the banana inside, personally. Huh. Okay, that makes sense. So so you put it down, set it on top, and then pour it again? Uh, yeah, that's basically how we do it, yeah. That's, that's like a little yeah. sandwich. <laughs> uh, in a way, yeah. It's a, uh, it's but a in the sandwich. end, the pancakes... And since uh, we put the batter, batter in, in the pan, the two parts of the uh, pancake... Uh, yeah, the two parts of the pancake go to become one thing. So according to your definition, they are not actually sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> refer back to uh refer back to one of the uh Whales are Whales podcast episodes for a whole discussion on what makes a sandwich a sandwich. <laughs> and what um what Sorry, we, go ahead, Tim. I found it really interesting that Park that you eat them with lemon, because I've never heard of that. Oh lemon and is like the most common thing. Yeah. That's super interesting. Um so Oh, I'm turning into Ben. Oh no. <clears throat> <laughs> it's like it's a, a bit of sweet and a bit of sour, I guess. So like yeah, you have the sugar. Yeah, I guess. I can see hmm. how it would taste really good. And um, what we eat it like that's a very northern German thing uh, that we eat it with is sugar beet molasses, which is apparently what it is after I looked it up. So um, or sugar beet syrup. It's like um, I used to really hate it when I was younger, but I absolutely adore it right now and we're out of it and it makes me super sad because it's just such a good thing and i always forget to get it because i only think of it when i eat pancakes which is too late mm. but so yeah. Tuf, do you do you, oh i'm sorry i wasn't trying to interrupt you. Uh, no i was done um Don't worry. okay so <laughs> the thing is there's like no real like people eat pancakes over here but it's not like really uh ingrained in culture in any specific way it's like People eat however they want. Uh, however, like, I can tell you about what the kind of things we eat. Like, we mostly try to do, like, either the Mer- very American pancakes um, or generally, like, the poffages kinds of things. That is, by the way, poffages are amazing. They're probably the best kind of battered, like, fried thing ever made. Should, should I explain them real quick? If you want Yeah, to. so what are they? Um... They are basically, if I recall, I haven't made them myself, uh, they are uh, bits of um, batter. It, it's very close to um, what you uh, what you use for pancake batter. And if I recall, it's actually deep fried? Yeah, it? it usually As in is. you actually have it in uh, submerged in oil while you uh, do it. Sometimes, and but at the same time, tend... you might use just regular oil. Like, both are possible. Oh, okay, I didn't... Uh, I haven't seen them like that then. Future Tim here to correct past me. There's actually a Poffertius pan with a lot of, uh, with many different, um, mini inlets in the top of the pan so that you can basically make mini pancakes in those. They are thicker than, uh, what I would consider normal pancakes, but they are not actually round and they're by no means deep fried. So, I don't want to spread any misinformation here, so I wanted to clear that up. Future Tim, out. Um, because you then uh, serve them with powdered sugar, mostly, which we also use for our pancakes here. And um, they're like smaller things, and they're really, really good. They, uh, We basically always get them when we go to the Netherlands, which is they are awesome. awesome. They're so good. Yes, they are. So, 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 do you eat them with like syrup, or is it just like sh- little 
pan like basically deep fried pancake balls with uh, powdered they're sugar. They're not balls; they're flat things. Um, oh, okay. oh, I've seen them as they can be closer balls, to balls, but they're definitely like they can be uh, like weird, like either like very weird, like bowl, even bowl shape, but you know, or like flat. But they can be balls. Oh, that's cool. Um, uh, the thing is, like, I usually eat them with like powdered sugar and maybe like some toppings, like I don't know, some chocolate, like uh, weird. And some chocolate things or um sometimes syrup yeah i don't i don't particularly like syrup but sometimes yeah uh cr actually i've had it with um i've had it with um whipped cream that it's it's awesome it's really awesome so just that kind of thing you know general okay. pancake toppings so i was i was curious guys since we're talking about pancakes i know we haven't really gotten onto cuisine yet but um i were kind of stuck on this and I, i'm really interested <laughs> Have you guys heard of uh, IHOP, the International House of Pancakes? No. I didn't. It's not international. I, I, okay, so it's like, they're, they're all over the place. I've got one that's like five minutes from my house. Um, And I was curious, so I, I was sneaky Googling, and I, I, I asked, is IHOP actually international? Um, They do have some in uh, Dubai, Canada, Guatemala, Kuwait, Mexico, Philippines, Puerto Rico, Saudi Arabia, um, but that's it. They don't have any in like like close to you, like super close to you guys. And I was like, huh. So anyway, if you guys ever get a chance, the International House of Pancakes is a great place to go for, you know, really, really good uh, like pancakes and waffles and whatnot. The thing is, I don't think I have ever eaten. No, that's actually wrong. I have only once eaten pancakes that weren't made at home, like at our home. Um, oh, I, really? I haven't ate, uh, eaten them with family members even, I think, except for at home and um i have only eaten uh, pancakes once which were non-sweet pancakes there they were um so, uh, salted like slightly and it was in the netherlands actually hmm. so that's the only time i had pancakes that i didn't get at home are are pancakes a thing that you can just order at restaurants? In not really. Not, not yeah, really. Not uh, some places here, but Netherlands, absolutely. Like, yeah, in the Netherlands, you can definitely get. Yeah, them. Th that's, that's how so I Netherlands. That's have, so different because like, oh, it's sorry, like they have a fetish for pancakes. It's like cool and all, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, because like um, with most planers, places that so like if it's a diner. Yeah, you could definitely get it, but there are huge uh, amounts of uh, like many different restaurants that just serve pancakes as a thing. So when if you're if you're talking about like dinner restaurants, probably not. Like burger places don't, but like a lot of other types of restaurants do. Like there's a place back home called the Corner Cafe, and it's uh it's got it's like kind of a cafe diner um place. And I used to order the pancakes there every single time I went because they're just so good. Like I don't know, it's just so different to think about the fact that. The, like something that I would consider like a staple of being able to go out and eat is just not it just doesn't exist where you guys are at which you, is you, oh it's just so different. The you only can other probably time. get it in some restaurants closer to cafes too. Um, but yeah, that's um, true here too. You can't you don't get them like all over the place, and I don't recall seeing them anywhere. But I don't go to many diner like places either. So yeah, the di diners. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty American. Pretty American. Yeah, we yeah. tend, uh, we tend to have more. Um, funnily enough, uh, funnily even, enough, like oh, uh, full-blown uh, evening meal restaurants. Gotcha. The only other time that I've actually had like pancakes like out of home is um like if you're going to like a uh, not a festival but like a a market I guess like Christmas markets and all that kind of stuff they always have pancakes. Oh yeah, they have crepes. Which are yeah, but like they, they, very close like to some pancakes. People, they are pancakes. But yeah, I, I had them. No, they aren't. They are very thin. Pa they yeah, are they're very <laughs> thin pancakes that tend to have um, a topping and. So you have different properties, though. They aren't even like they're made from the same stuff, though. But they're so different in like everything. They're just well, that's the main yeah, type okay, that maybe, we made here. Maybe you actually have the uh, maybe they there's a bigger difference between pancakes and crepes in Israel. But here in Germany, basically use a very similar batter. It's slightly thinner. It's uh, it's more runny than yeah, it's a, it's batter. a thinner, larger pancake that you roll into over, like a wrap. Over here, but like, over here, it's com made completely differently. 
it use I'm not sure it even uses the same batter traditionally. Um, do they taste? Do they taste like significantly they taste different? So different. They taste so different. Huh? And here they. That's don't. so interesting oh, because yeah, cr- like right. crepes here are, are like my wife actually just made crepes. Uh, do you guys call them crepes? Is it's that what crepes. you call them? Crepes. Yeah, yeah we call them too. crepes too. Sorry, um, but she made crepes or crepes, um, and uh, they were. They were so different. They were not even close to pancakes. But it's just, it's interesting that you guys consider them so similar. I, I, I don't. Yeah, may, uh, part the... Maybe they're just um, uh, more assimilated into, since we have uh, pancakes here in Germany a lot, or I don't want to say a lot, but um, they're more of a normal food, except for in restaurants. So um, maybe they're just more assimilated and it's just easier to make a batter that's more similar, but slightly thinner but from the taste i can't um discern a lot of difference especially because they tend to be tend to have very sweet uh, toppings to them which makes them right uh which kind of overpowers it they might be less inherently sweet than pancakes the more mm, i think that about makes it. sense they might be more um, slightly more salty but i'm not sure that makes they sense. use the powder right, sugar well, uh it, it is every so is everyone just about done talking about pancakes? So. No, never. <laughs> this is this is the pancake episode. Yeah, we're just gonna have a whole episode on pancakes next week. Uh, tune in next week for a meatloaf <laughs> episode. The good, the good <laughs> thing is, right. I actually wanted to talk about uh, how pancakes are different here than in America. Anyway, so this just allowed me to uh, do that right now before we get into the main topic. So that was yeah, nice. literally, literally uh, perfect. All right, well, let's jump into the main topic, which is, um, as we mentioned before, before uh, we lost pork and then started talking about pancakes, is um, cuisine. So we're going to be talking about the differences between uh, food in our culture. And so um, what is like a typically native food to your culture? Uh, Suf, do you want to sure. go ahead and start? Uh, I do want to mention, this is probably true about you uh, as well, Ben, like, we both are immigrant countries, so there's no real food that comes from where we settled. Like, it, over here, it's, like, Middle Eastern food, but even that, our Arabic food, but even that, it's imported. Like, a lot of it comes, and just the mesh of it is the actual cuisine. But... Right, and as and as the world gets more internationalized, that's just like how it goes. Like we're we're finding all, yeah, we're finding it everywhere. But and uh, what are the things that you mostly close most closely associate with, like Definitely, your country? Actually, not Middle Eastern food, which is quite interesting. It's a lot more like either Arabic hmm. food or very Russian or very European, Middle to Eastern European food. Um, sometimes okay. even like North African food as well. That that kind of food is. If you had to what? Uh, if you had to name like one dish that uh, you most associated with uh, Israeli food, could could you name hummus. something, or is that just too oh, okay? Hummus. hummus. That's absolutely hummus. Like absolutely hummus. I think for. I think for some is that, reason is that something that you have often? Yeah, I often? don't like hummus, but it's it's like a very oh, centric okay. point of of Israeli food. Like, is that like a food that would show up everywhere, like at every like everywhere. party or something? Okay. Um, is it, it? Would it like come before meals at restaurants? Probably in some restaurants. It depends. Like, the thing is, in like popular culture, everybody eats hummus. But in like more European style uh, restaurants, it doesn't come because like that's a very Arabic food, right? Um, that's in- huh. So yeah, that's interesting because I personally. Um, you can get hummus here, but I've never eaten it. And I don't think, like, from the very few times I encountered anything made from chickpeas, I didn't really enjoy it. So I didn't get to taste hummus yet. Hummus is made from chickpeas, yes. right? Yes, I think I think if that's what it's that called, okay. then I'm not sure that's what it's called. Maybe I'm, maybe I don't know. Yeah, in in German they're actually called Kichererbsen, which means giggle peas. Uh, so, oh, okay. They're, yep. they're, yep, that is, that is chickpeas. Yep, that definitely is what it is. I just looked it up. That's so interesting. Okay. And, and, and that, that's different than how I, whenever I think of hummus, um, hummus is kind of considered a health food here, and it's also generally pretty overpriced. Like, it's pretty expensive. Oh, it's really cheap um, over here. And so that's just, yeah, like, that's so interesting because for here, it's, uh, it's like, it's like, you know, four or five dollars for a small container of it. Um, like, 
And so I, I generally don't think of hummus as I, I think of hummus as like a healthy snack food. I don't think of it as a. I don't know. That's it's just funny that's really because different. it's um, actually not only cheaper in price, even when you convert to she- when you convert to shekels, and it's actually cheaper in price. And not only that, but like the living, um, I'm not sure it's actually much cheaper because like the living wage here is lower, so it's probably about the same price. Right. But it's a really like it's a really widely eaten and widely regarded as centric food. Um, if we actually get in topic of like actual cuisine, though, like there's definitely a lot of no- like North African food, like Morocco, like from Morocco or Yemen, or um even like some other weird, like uh even some other places like Libya sometimes and that kind of thing. Although that's a bit rare. Um, Iraqi food is what what type of foods are that? That's like if you had to like I, I can't examples. name examples. That is not something I'm able to do. <laughs> However, I can tell you it's like it's usually very simple, very simple food like you would find in like Africa or in Asia. Very generally, very simple food that is like uh, very filled with nu- very filled with nutrients and proteins, um, as well as like calories because that's that's the kind of thing that they were eating. Um, obviously, Jews are actually were, were generally pretty well off in most of these countries. Europe too, but okay. but they still ate like very um, very like common food most of the time. At least that's what they imported. And then there's like there's the gotcha. very Eastern European, Eastern Middle European like uh, cuisine, which is like the things you would identify as like gefilte fish and like um, and like what else. I can't. Okay, I'm not good at thinking of things today. Apparently, yeah, no, it's, um, it's all good, man. Get, you guys um, know gefilte fish, right? At least, I, I've never heard of it. I don't think I have. Either. Oh my god, that that is what like is, the is most it? stereotypical like Israeli food ever. Look it up. No, just tell us what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so for our listeners, gefilte fish, gefilte fish. Is um is it is it fish? It, it is technically, but it's like it's a, a weird fish at like it's a weird fish and um and usually like some kind of carrot would t- it's like a a fish roll uh, not a fish roll a fish um like a a, a a ground fish like ball with usually some carrot on it with some kind of like either uh with some kind of sauce or like watery um soup usually and and like a few huh. fa- and a few um condiments on it it's what it, does it, it taste like it, i don't like it like i don't fish? particularly like it <laughs> i would okay. assume it tastes so it like tastes fish. Fish. No, it, it can but... taste it, like <laughs> some people like it but i don't particularly do um it's gotcha. like it's very stereotypical of like uh eastern european and then middle east uh, Middle European Jews. Um, it's usually okay. eaten like mostly at New Year's, the Jewish New Year's, and at um, like Passover as well. Um, so yeah, that is that is something that is really 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 usually associated with that. Um, I could Do you probably, have any other like specific examples that you want to give? I could probably find you some, but I can't remember off the top of my head particularly. Hi. Right. Well, we can we can move on to another uh, country. Pork, why don't you tell us everything that your notes have written down for this? <laughs> can I just say you I didn't hear much uh, preparation in Zoof's voice, so uh, I, I'm just as prepared. Uh, <laughs> so like um so for our listeners at home we're gonna pull back the curtain a little bit uh, uh tim and i both did some research for this topic uh-huh. and uh Porik did not i have a wikipedia <laughs> page <laughs> all right so he's gonna read directly on no, the no, wikipedia no. page which I, I, as we I all know is 100 accurate talking. um so like when when i do think of like uh, when ireland is compared to other countries so where we eat a lot of meat like uh i was reading a thing it does I was reading a thing uh, before saying that like Ireland is like the they eat the most meat like compared to any Euro- other European country, anyways. Huh. So that's like, it's kind of cool. Uh, so like, 
what 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 are the main types of meat that you guys consume? Is All it, it is it like brats or? <laughs> like, oh man, I, I have Beef would be the biggest. I have such a selection now of actual specific things because I remember. Sh Oh damn it! Okay, no, it's all, it's all, it's all good. We can come we can come back to that. Uh, close to the end. Um, what were you saying for? So, You're good, man. So beef would be the biggest one, uh, because like we have tons of cows. Then like uh, lamb, very popular. Uh, pork, pork, I'd say is the least popular, but the stuff that it's made into would be popular. So like black pudding. If I haven't told told you oh, about, oh, yep, no, you talked about it. Did we talk about that on yeah, one of the well, episodes we that we did. did release? I'll quickly go through it. So it's oh. so it's blood, <laughs> then it's pig intestine, oh my and it's God. Uh, oatmeal. I don't understand how people and then it's can like, eat that. I really don't. And it's actually delicious. It's my favorite, like pork thing. So like, there's also white pudding, but that just doesn't have the blood. But that's just not as good. So it's just pig intestines. <laughs> no, I, I actually Ben, I want to send pudding. you this. Okay, I think I'm. Or if I, I, I'm actually going to send you this when I can, and I'm going to make you try it. Okay. Oh, oh no! I mean, I, I'm willing to try anything at least once. Okay, I'll send you the best one. I'm not. So you guys can do that. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, Tuf, we'll we'll give you a we'll give you a review on it. it, won't so we'll get, it I'm pretty sure it won't get well. to Israel because it's pork. <laughs> No, pork is legal <laughs> as long as it's not uh, grown on Israeli soil. Did we talk about that in one of the episodes uh, that we actually released? I don't think so. Okay, I'll talk about that. Uh, you mean about co uh, stuff being kosher? No, no, I, kosher or... is also relevant. I'll talk about that later. But what uh, what I mean is like the the law about pork being that's, grown. That's in super interesting. Um, that. So pork. We can talk about that in the law episode, can't we? No, but this oh, has episodes. to do with yeah, this no, we'll, as well. Yeah, we'll cover it. Um, Pork, you were saying the uh, lamb. Lamb is not something that I don't. I don't know if I've ever had lamb. Oh, lamb is my I've favorite meat. Lamb. lamb is awesome. Lamb is actually. Oh, awesome. I could eat lamb what, every what day it, of the week. What make, oh, is it the so flavor? Good. Is it the texture? Like, what makes it so good? <laughs> oh, just everything about <laughs> it. it just tastes so much better than beef. Wow, like. <laughs> I don't want to say this, but like baby animals Aww. taste the well, best. Well, it's because they they're, they're super tender <laughs> wow, and they that... haven't had time to you know get stringy or whatever. That sounds pretty terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so lamb, I haven't had veal. Okay. I'll be honest, but v I so I'm willing. Something that I have had that squirrel, rabbit, like that stuff that I have eaten growing up. Veal is baby cow. What is? I was about to say, what is veal? I don't know that word. Oh, but it's baby what cow. Is, what is, uh, okay. what's deer then? I thought, because I totally thought veal was deer. Deer is Wait. something else, probably. I would assume deer <laughs> is deer. Yeah, I think no, it's no. deer meat. I think it's actually deer meat, though. I'm, I'm not sure about that. Though. No, it's not sweet. Uh, it might be like venison. Venison, venison. Yeah. deer venison? No, venison is, venison is like rabbit. That's venison. No, venison is definitely deer. No, venison. Yeah, is yeah, veal so is I don't baby know if I've cow. Had veal, um, but I've definitely had venison. Are you sure venison is? Yep, just, deer? just googled it. I just, yeah. I just googled it. <laughs> Look okay. at us googling. We're so, we're so professional. We've already backed it up. I yeah, did. I remember this uh, one point. I thought I was yeah, right. Tim. It was Ben who <laughs> made me yeah, like question oh, what myself. Other, what other foods do you consider as uh, Irish? So like breads. So like we have like soda breads. Have you, make it you look heard like of that? Coke. Soda. Like Coca -Cola. What? Coke? Because that's soda. You get uh, it? Oh, have you not it's heard funny. like baking baking powder is oh, soda sorry. powder soda? Wait. Oh, yeah, baking yeah, soda baking and soda. baking powder are two totally different things though. But like it's, mean, it's just they, it's a you yeast use, free oh, so bread. Like unleavened bread. That's how I think you describe. <laughs> sorry, yes. Probably. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, sure. Okay, so bread, what else? Uh, potatoes. Um, potatoes. All potatoes yeah, come from sure. Ireland. And Germany, actually. We also eat a lot of potatoes. Yeah, no. Potatoes are in every mm -hmm. meal. Like, you can have them for breakfast, dinner, and lunch. Oh, well, I said <laughs> <order> <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I don't think um, I've ever heard uh, about... Oh, stews. Stews okay. are very popular. So, like... Yeah. So, like, you, like, you just... You, you chop up everything into little bits, like your beef, and then... Or lamb, whatever. Or, I mean, sheep. Uh, and then like carrots, peas, all that kind of stuff in there, and just mix it in, boil it away like broth. Yeah, I, I, so I nice. really enjoy stews. And then chip. 
Yeah, and then the only other thing I'd say would be shepherd's oh my gosh, pie. Okay. And shepherd's pie. pie is one of my favorite meals of all time. It's so I actually what, had so what cottage is, pie. What today? is cottage pie? Is uh, it cottage cheese? Oh, that's okay. when you use beef. So cottage is beef, and shepherd's is uh, mutton Got, or lamb. Gotcha, gotcha. So it, so it's the same same basic thing. You just uh, make it with a different meat. Yeah, because the meat would like gotcha, change the taste gotcha. slightly. Okay, so cool. Um, and then Tim, why don't you talk to us about what you can find in Germany when it comes to food? Okay, so <clears throat> before I say anything, I should probably talk about oh, sauerkraut, sauerkraut because that's a thing that actually just has an English name too. Um, you can find that like pretty much everywhere in Germany. Uh, I know it as since I live in the northern part of Germany, so. Um, a lot of this might be more northern focused, less um, southern or middle Germany. But I also know that sauerkraut is um, eaten a lot in Bavaria, too. I don't know about middle Germany, but I would assume you could get it there. Gotcha. And uh, like I interjected before, all rude <laughs> and stuff, um, you, can all, uh, you also get a lot of meat and potatoes here. Like, um, for meats, we also have... Basically what um, Pork was saying, too, um, except that pork is a lot uh, more popular here. And we also have beef and uh, veal, yeah. which was baby cow, correct? Not getting this wrong? Okay. And <laughs> um, I've also had lamb, personally. Like, we also get that here, but I don't enjoy it that much. And it's more of a uh, rich food, I guess, as in... Um, it's more of a costly Yeah, food. here too. Um, in general, that's true here too. Baby animals tend to cost more than regular sized animals because that's you because get... you, bu- you buy them from Ireland. <laughs> and, you know, it's just we're get- you're getting our lovely meat. <laughs> <laughs> I would assume it's because uh, the amount of meat you get per animal, but who knows? Maybe it's all hidden import hidden import tax. Um, no, but um, <laughs> yeah, stews. We also have a lot of stews here. Um, a very popular one here are both um, a pea-focused stew and a mm. lentil-focused stew, because I, I personally really yeah. enjoy lentils. They're nice. And something, the first thing I thought of when I thought German food, especially where I live here, uh, which is part of Germany called East Frisia, which is like a part of one of the quasi-states, so it's like a part of Germany. Hard to explain. Um, and it's called Insetboden, is what we call it. Hmm. And it's green beans that have been uh, soaked in a very salty thing, like a very salty liquid. And so those green beans get um, mostly uh, washed off before, because if you don't wash them, they're far too salty. And then you Is put it a salty them... surprise? Mm, oh man, really? Gosh darn it. And um, you put them in with mashed potatoes, or with gnarled potatoes, and you mash them together, which is what we call inzetbun. And you tend to eat that with any cat with meat. In general, you either have uh, what we call metwurst, which is a type of sausage. Very, um, not very fine sausage like wieners are, with, or non bratwurst, which are very, which are like one paste almost. Uh, metwurst can be more um, rough. So I do guess you is the word? Do you mix it like in with it, or do you eat it as a side? Like how how do you how do you combine the two? Uh, the beans. Oh, I, I and thought the you potatoes? said you eat the beans with like meat. Or what do you mean? Oh, uh, you eat the beans in the potato. Oh, the okay, gotcha. That you mash together, and then you have this salty potato uh, bean paste. Not paste, but this mash. That actually. And then you eat man, that. That sounds with, really uh, good. That side. sounds like I would really like. I would really enjoy that. It is pretty good. And another food you can eat with it um, is kassler, which is cured and lightly smoked pork, which is also really good. I, it used to be my favorite kind of meat when I was younger. And uh, that is also the meat you tend to have a lot with sauerkraut. Okay, gotcha. And then uh, what you probably know about German Schnitzel. is schnitzel, which is like <laughs> another one of those. Um, <laughs> it has 
it's so popular in Germany, it has its word underneath. That's also, just like sauerkraut. that's also extremely common here, mostly from the Western Jews, but also uh, West, East, Middle East, uh, Middle <laughs> Wow. Directions. Directions Middle European Jews. But also, also with the other kind. And so I don't I, oh. I don't think I need to um, explain schnitzel, but um, they're basically breaded um, either pork or beef. And if you get a Wiener schnitzel, which is technically um, home to Vienna, but you get that a lot in Bavaria too because it's close to the border. And um, Wiener schnitzel is actually required to be beef, not pork, even though most schnitzel huh. tends to be pork. And uh, you get that with a Jägersoße, or it's, it's actually translated, uh, I looked it up earlier, and it sometimes translates to hunter sauce, but also, in its fancier term, sauce chasseur, which <laughs> is French, huh. I would assume. Um, yeah, nice nice accent, I really <laughs> appreciated that. Thank you. <laughs> I, I do try to um, make it sound more authentic. And you get that with, um, that's like a, a dark sauce, with uh, generally with mushrooms in it. And you tend to have those together. Then, okay, a few more things. Firstly, met is something, it's uh, raw and but treated ground pork that you use for breakfast. It's actually just something you put on bread. Wait, you said raw? It, raw uh, ground pork, but it's treated slightly. But it's basically okay. it's, uh, raw ground pork that you then salt and sometimes put onions on, and that you put on your bread. Oh, and you mean cured? And, and no, no, it's not. Uh, cured would mean it's very salty. Right? No, cured would mean when you put salt on it to like salt. Yeah, it, uh, you, you put the salt on it once you put it on your own bread. Oh, okay. It's not pre-cured. Can Can I just mention? Uh, you said ground sure. beef, right? Uh, ground pork. Sorry, ground pork. Beef, we don't use pork. the word ground here at all. And I was talking to Cameron from Wales or Wales, and yeah, that's called mincer, and I had no idea that it was what ground oh, was. Really, really. Oh, that's, oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, gr- I ground both. beef is like if you, you ground beef, ground pork. That's the only. Way I, you I can know get both it. ways of using um, it, and, but like that is really funny. That is. To me, mince sounds uh, less mince fine, sounds like yeah. It, it, it sounds more like it's cut, like not like as cubes. Fine. Yeah, exactly. But that's interesting that it's called that in Ireland. Sorry, and we're not posh I like I've, you. I've heard. Well, <laughs> I've heard. Uh, I've heard minced like minced meat, but like I, I never really connected that that might be the same thing as ground beef. That's so interesting. And... Oh, I said it again. <laughs> that's so interesting. <laughs> and. Um, what we so, tend to have, Tim, to, you were, sorry, go ahead. Buddy. Uh, what we have for breakfast is, uh, I said bread, but we also uh, we have a lot more bread rolls or buns. I think they're called, right? Those little ones. Yeah. And um, we have them. Like, uh, that's uh, what we tend to have for breakfast if we can get it, which is like, uh, it's more of a Saturday food, I guess, because you have to go to the bakery because you only you have to eat them fresh, and gotcha. so we eat them a lot. We have, our word for them just means small bread, by the way. And we also still uh, also have some toast, but use more bread than toast, I think. Gotcha. And uh, you tend to have met on these bread rolls rather than bread itself, because it also is more of a Saturday food, because it, uh, just like uh, bread rolls, you have to get them fresh, because it spoils. Of course. Uh, because um, since it's raw meat, it spoils really quickly. And then there's one last thing I want to talk about, and I think it's called red cabbage in English. Uh, it's like a purplish cabbage, and it's eaten yeah. very differently in northern and southern Germany. Uh, so far as that we have different words to, for them that have very different colors associated with them. You can either get red cabbage, or I think it just translates to blue cabbage in the south. Because... Uh, what you might not know, or might know, I don't know. Is it not, is it not lettuce? <laughs> is, uh, lettuce is something might be different. related to lettuce. I, I think it's related closer to... Uh, I think the word for, is uh, the, for the group is, a different, is, is, is a different. cabbage. It is cabbage in English. Is that just a type of thing, or is that like a group of things? No, so cabbage and lettuce are two totally Yeah, but different. there's red... Yeah, lettuce know, but... is... Uh, 
Uh, th- there's both. There's also um, something that's closer to a red lettuce, uh, which is like a just a salad. But uh, this you don't eat as, as a salad. It's like a okay. full cooked meal. And um, so um, normally that stuff is purple, and it has a chemical property um, similar to a to a universal indicator, which means it reacts to um, both acids and bases. And when it's um, subjected to yeah. some degree of yeah, that's red cabbage of uh, acids. It's a really cool. It's really cool effect. Yeah, it it really um, is, and I was about to explain it. <laughs> yeah. You can go ahead. I I won't interrupt you. And um, if you have it with some acid, it turns more red. And if you have it with some bases, you have it more blue. And so here in huh. northern Germany, we tend to have red cabbage because we um, put in sometimes apples, which have uh, citric acid, and uh, sometimes just, um, in general, we add a, lot, a slight acid to it. And in southern Ger- uh, Germany, I know it especially with Bavaria, but it might be in the uh, in Baden-Württemberg, which is also southern. Um, might have that too. I don't know. I hope I'm not confusing them. And so they put baking soda in it, which makes it base, uh, which makes it more basic, which makes it blue, which I find really that's interesting. That's super interesting. So oh, you do acid. So... <laughs> y- yeah, that's yes. what. That's what. That, that that's is basically what, what I wanted this. to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Tim, I wanted to ask you. You mentioned that sauerkraut has its own word in English. Does it have a separate word in German? No, no. Uh, the similarly to schnitzel, it's uh, just sauerkraut in German. Which means okay, uh, so you just you just say it with your funny accent. <laughs> yeah. You just it said angry. You mean it basically just means sour cabbage, I guess, because uh, yeah, yeah. kraut can mean either a type of cabbage, um, just like it is in uh, blue cabbage, which is blaukraut, as opposed to red cabbage, which is rotkohl. They have different endings for some reason, and um, it isn't the word. Either it could mean a type of cabbage or a type of herb, which is koiter, which is very similar. But um, sauerkraut is basically also, it's, it's a type of cabbage. So, yeah. That makes sense. Mm, um, that's what you call so it. I guess it's, I, I guess it's on to my turn, right? Like we've, we've kind of gone over the rest of the countries. Yeah, I think so. Um, so I, I, I Googled. In order, in preparation for this episode, I googled like American foods, and the first thing that came up was like burgers and fries and steak, and it's like, well, I understand that that's like culturally that we like assume that like those are like America, but then I looked into it a little bit more, and it was I found some really interesting things. Um, I found that like biscuits and gravy originated in like here, or at least that's what I found. Um, popcorn, Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, s'mores, like s'mores originated in the U.S. I have yet to try Uh, s'mores, and I really, really want to, but I never get to. Uh, They sound so delicious. How can you you not? You don't even, like, you just buy marshmallows. We don't often have marshmallows here. What? And I don't often have open fire. Like, uh, you can easily get them in the store, but we as a household don't often have marshmallows at home. Oh, okay. And we also don't open uh, often have open fire just for no reason. <laughs> I have a fire in my house any day it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to um have um a fireplace, but in our new home we don't. Which is sad. Gotcha. Um and so anyway, those are those are some of the things. Um have you guys ever heard of grits? No. I don't think grits? I have now. Okay, well, I I think they're gross. They're like it's kind of like oatmeal except more uh it's not it's it's kind of like oatmeal. It's like little balls like imagine kind of like tapioca. Oh, I love um, tapioca. Well, I haven't had it. In it, forever. it it's kind of like uh not oatmeal, cream of wheat. Have you guys ever, ever had cream of wheat? It sounds rather disgusting. No. It's like it's not tapioca. It's man, I, I it's like it's got the consistency of like sand in like a creamy but it it doesn't taste like sand it doesn't taste like dirt I, anyway sorry i'm making it sound bad because i don't like it but it's a very it's it's a thing that's uh pretty common to the south um you serve grits with like eggs and uh grits with like uh biscuits and it's it's like a side dish 
And um, um anyway, if I may just interject, um, th those uh, so these grits, uh, are they since oatmeal? I consider more breakfasty. Do you consider grits to be, uh, or in general, what do you consider oatmeal to be? I consider it so breakfasty. I, I, I consider oatmeal to be breakfasty, and grits generally are served as a side for breakfast. Okay. Um, I just Googled it because I, I, realize, I realize that because I don't like it, I've never really taken the time to understand what it is. It's, uh, it's meal, so like uh, cornmeal. You, you, okay. Do you guys know what that is? I, I would assume it's gra uh, uh, just like ground corn? or mealed. Yeah, it, it's, it's basically you take corn and you grind it into like really really fine okay um and then you put it into uh like you take off you take out the hard parts and you grind it into like this really fine dust and then you mix it with like water and stuff and it's it's still got like a, a gritty texture okay um anyway and sorry i talking hate grits, about but i know they're talking about breakfast an american thing um we talked about uh breakfast a lot on the re most recent episode of the whales are whales pod cast which might or might not be the most recent right now it is episode six and right. so if you want to talk about that hey you can do uh hear more there and this cross promotion probably doesn't mean anything because i would assume they mm. would listen to that first but right. <laughs> i did a uh i also did a call back to this episode in that episode so i kind of now uh, have to do it for an infinite cycle right, right, right. Infinite cycle so of I wanted to ask, I wanted to ask uh, you guys: Have you guys ever had a Reuben sandwich? What's oh, Reuben? Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, it's it's a hot sandwich. Um, can, it's it's corned beef, Swiss cheese, and sauerkraut. I hate corned um, beef. Oh God, Ugh. that. And I oh, I don't no, these like I personally don't really like sauerkraut for being German. And I've never really had also, okay. Well, that, talking I was, about I would have assumed that you would have had this. Talking about uh, well, German um, actually. Um, ben, uh, that's not that's not completely true. I know of somebody who had a Reuben sandwich. I don't personally like any of the ingredients, so I didn't <laughs> eat a Reuben sandwich in my life. I know a guy, uh, but he's had that sandwich. I know a guy. <laughs> and um, guys, I got the guys for all the things. I'm like yeah, Barney, you know. I have all the guys. Uh, oh, but anyway, Reuben I have the guy are... guy who gets me the guys. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, you're I um, making a. Um, I'm interested Ruben in sandwiches are oh. I really really like them. You basically it's uh it's a hot sandwich that you make with Thousand Island dress Thousand Island dressing. Um I really like them, but because it has sauerkraut on it, I just assumed that it was a German thing, but no, it actually it originates in America. Um But anyway, the, I I think I've named most of the things that are specifically American. Uh do you guys have any questions or any other things that you wanted to talk about? I do have a question about that. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. Because how is your stance on mayo? Because I realized a lot of Americans don't really like mayo a, a lot, and mayo is more of a European thing. And I, I wouldn't eat mayo by the spoon because that would seem really, really disgusting. Right. I like putting mayo on things. I like eating my fries with mayo. We eat a oh. lot more mayo than Americans, I think. So what's your so stance on it? So I I'm okay with mayo. I prefer Miracle Whip, which is have you ever heard of that? We do actually have that in German uh, in Germany. Okay, but I've never gotcha. tried it's, it. It's, I think it's a lot sweeter. There's it's got the same consistency, but it's there's a sweetness to it. Okay. Um, and so I grew up eating that, and there's actually a pretty big debate in like between Americans. Basically, do you prefer mayo or Miracle Whip? Basically, um, and it, it everyone has their own preference. Basically, how they grew up, but. Uh, yeah, I, I like mayo. It's, it's on most sandwiches, so you can get club sandwiches and, uh, like, if you go to Subway or anything, like, it's pretty, con you, it's pretty often that you get mayo on stuff. Okay. Um, but that's, that, yeah, I, I understand that it kind of started as a European thing. Yeah, just... Um, but I think that just about wraps up our episode for today. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining me. Um, you can find us, oh, let me jump to the show notes so I can actually end the show right um except that you almost forgot got... the sponsor but it's fine what'd you say except that you it almost sounds like you forgot the sponsor but that's fine no i i did i did not forget <laughs> the sponsor what Suf, why don't you uh bring in the sponsor okay so our sponsor for today is a more distant family member's restaurant for breadcrumbs and puff pastry goods or in cool. other words 
it's cousins, croutons, and croissants. <laughs> yes. Um. All right. And guys, thank you for joining us today. You can find us at Podcast BTV uh, on Twitter. Um. You can find it. You can email us if you have any questions, information. Uh. If you want to correct us on something, or if you want to send us in show ideas, uh, we will read it out on the show. Um, yeah, you can email us at bridgingthebarrier at gmail.com. You can face, find us on uh, Facebook, and I think we have a Reddit as well. Yeah. Um, but that is it. Thank you we guys so much for joining us. What'd you say, Tooth? It, we do have a Reddit. It's Reddit yeah. at bridgingthebarrier. Sweet. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Tooth. My bum hole is so sore.